Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. And I'm a pineapple. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? He did it! You did it again! James Macmillan. Let's be clear. The only person that ever claps is James, if anyone doesn't realize that at home. Yeah, it's just him. That's not true. Yes. It's always true. That's not true. I'm the talent of the show, right? I'm the talent, and that's the fans clapping. Wait, I thought I was the talent. I don't know what we are. I don't know what we are. Ashley, what are All we All I you? know is we're not the organizers. No. We're not the the strength of this podcast. <laughs> no. In fact, we don't even know what we're doing today on this episode. Nope. Um, but there well, is a pineapple drawn on the on the board. There is, there is the storyboard. Mm-hmm. And before we, that's all we know. And before we get to said board, um, have we talked about our Disneyland trip? We have not. Okay. Well, we went to Disneyland. We and did. The, and the last time we not saw you, me. Yeah. I know. It was just Ash and I. That's okay. For Ashley's birthday coming up here. Mm-hmm. We had a good time. Said hi to the park. It's doing great for what it's worth. Yeah. We said hi to Walt for you. It's very busy. It was busy. It was busy, but not too bad, really. Not We've seen worse by a long shot. Yeah. Uh, you just got to do the old Genie Plus and just move on with life. You got to do it. And, Pirates uh, is down. It is? Yeah, it's yeah. being renovated right now. Oh. Hey, uh, you should tell the listeners that your story about Guardians. Cause oh, yeah. They called me mm-hmm. from the park to tell me about their... Oh, ride on Guardians. That's right. So, that's right. It's a lovely Disney day. We're at DCA, and we are using our our Genie Plus, and yeah. we get a Lightning Lane for Guardians. So we go and we do that. Yep. Hop on board. We're in the very back, mm-hmm. um, and there are these two young ladies sitting to my right, right in the very back of the gantry lift. <laughs> and it all started because the cast member said, "The cast member's given the spiel of like, yeah, you know, do, your, do this and then do that, um, something about um, thanks for thanks for dropping in, thanks today. for dropping in." And, <laughs> and then, James light, and then, lightly says, <laughs> See, "It's funny because we drop, just I, I barely, just barely so like whispered." Yeah, and the the two girls next to me look terrified, and they go. <gasps> Does it drop? Wait, there's drops? No, wait. There's wait, a it, drop? Wait, there's a there's drop. drop? Yeah. I go, oh yeah, lots. <laughs> no, you 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 sit, you sit looked at her and go, uh-huh, lots. lots. And then I go, that's all it does is go <laughs> up and down. And they're just good. They go, oh no, as do, 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 yeah. and we're backing the up. The second that they realized this, the doors were closing. The doors were closing. And we were pulling back. Oh no. And then it just fires off from there they're screaming the whole time and then, yeah after after we landed safely at the end um i just like kind of like looked to check in on them and oh. they they were a little frazzled but, in but they good were laughing spirits their asses about off it. totally and they're like yeah neither of us have ever done this before we, we were just no like idea. we were just like oh i like marvel like <laughs> yeah, this will be exactly a fun ride said. oh i like marvel i don't know how you could walk up to that building and not be like well, what, what does it do? Well, is why is that? it so tall? Why is it so tall? It is a tower. Why is that door opening? Why do I hear screams? Why do I hear screams? <laughs> What's going on here? Why did I have to climb flights of stairs to get to the top? That is interesting, though, because I guess I would wonder how many people are like that. You've I have never been to the park not before. Not many. I can't imagine not doing I, it just 
something. One second of research. Just one second. What does, yeah, what is the nature of this ride I'm about to get on? Yeah. Oh, man. It's not and like they, the lines Neither are short. one of them had any idea. No idea. My other funny story, I made a hick earlier before we started recording, and I said, oh, there's a goofy story that um, I need to save for the pod. <laughs> so James was kind of, like, done. He was having some tummy issues on yeah. one of the days. Aww. So Pretty I was bad. crushing some stuff solo. So I, I hopped in the single rider for Goofy Sky School, <laughs> as I tend to do. Yes. And I get paired up with three ladies who are there together. One in the front is this younger lady that has never been on this before. Okay. Right. And then there's two in the back, and they're just, like, super stoked for the ride. So we start taking off, and then there's, like, the first little, like, drop that comes right, right in the beginning. And they're laughing their butts off because they lied oh, about yeah. what the ride was to this person. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, you lied to me! You lied to me! And they're just, like, laughing their asses off in the back. And she was, I mean, she enjoyed it, too, but she was just screaming the whole time. And then at the end, they were like, I promise I'll never do that to you again. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. And next up, Guardians. It's just a dark ride. It just yeah. goes around on the floor flat. Yeah. <laughs> you like Marvel, it'll be fine. It's like there's cardboard flaps and like monsters, you know, don't yeah, worry about totally. it. Oh, my God. And the other fun story was that we went on Splash Mountain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy crap. <laughs> never been wetter on a ride in like ever. It was as though Especially Ashley. I took a running leap into a lake. <laughs> I'm not Seriously. exaggerating. It, I was in the very front, but I had the poncho. Right, because so, you were in the front. And I had sense. all of our shit with the, the, you know, where you put the bag over front, your, right. your, over your belly. And then you wear and the, the poncho, poncho over the top. top. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm right like ducking behind, behind, behind him thinking like, oh yeah, this is going to be great. He's going to yeah. take the brunt of it. Nope. 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 <laughs> I mean, it was as though people took buckets of water and dumped them on your head. Like, a fire over hose. and over and over. <laughs> it, I've never experienced that ever on that ride. When I tell you that there was not a dry inch on my body, I want you to believe me. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you. Soaking wet. I had to, like, I bought a shirt immediately warm, huh? thereafter, and yep. I, I did have a change of pants, but I had to sit in wet underwear all day mm -hmm. oh. wet bra all day yeah and luckily I, you had changed shoes though right yes, yes i did luckily. i had my dry feet um which is everything but yeah, yeah i we aired out my clothing overnight at the hotel and it was still wet the next morning <laughs> yeah. i was like i'm not joking it's still soaking wet <laughs> <laughs> so crazy oh man well i can't seem to avoid anaheim as i will be back there again next week wow. not for disneyland for a music convention called NAM. This is a stupid question. Yeah. Do you guys have annual passes again? We do. Okay. As of Des December. December, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. But he's not allowed to get in. Yeah, I'm not his, going to the park this time. His uh, NAM trip. Oh. No. Those are blocked out days. Gotcha. Yeah. That's okay. Bummer. Well, yeah, that, that, was, that was that. We had fun. That's so funny. Good to go back. Yeah. We'll take well, a little break now for a while. Uh, I have a funny story that I actually just shared with James and Ash, but I think it would be a good thing to share with you all, Oh, is too. this your construction? Yeah. So they're repaving the road <laughs> next to my place. And this is the sound at one o'clock in the morning. This is a jackhammer. Unbelievable. 
one in the morning. Were people out there yelling at them? No. <laughs> How is that possible? It just went on and on. Hours of this. We were laughing so hard, we were <laughs> crying. I, I can see why, because it's just too it's, much to believe. It's like, you know what would be a great idea? Yeah. Jackhammers at 1 a.m. Jackhammers at 1 a.m. Yeah, that, that sounds like a good plan. And the reason that they <laughs> oh, have to do God. it in the middle of the night is because we're right across the street from a hospital. Yeah. Uh. So they can't close it down during business hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can still, from anywhere you can still get to the emergency room but you couldn't get to the doctor's office with right. them paving during the day so that's still i mean that's that's pretty that's rare insanity. to hear that kind of noise i In- mean they gave us like this notice on our doors and they sent yeah. it through an email like hey everybody that lives around here there might this be is some extra be happening. Noise. <laughs> you're not going to be sleeping what they should all. have done is they should have also sent us earplugs yeah and I would have used a them. bottle of whiskey. Just yeah. pass on out. I mean, really, just the whiskey would have been nice. <laughs> so, well, that is hilarious there you go. and obnoxiously loud. Yeah. Shall we? Break? Wait, I hear something. Oh, shit. Oh, Never yeah, mind. I guess. It's just in. It's 72 and rainy at not Disneyland. And it's 75 and partly cloudy at Disneyland. Yeah. I'm wearing a sweatshirt, though, because it's a Disneyland sweatshirt, and I wanted to wear it, and it yep. is far too warm to be wearing it, but I'm wearing it anyway. By the way, 70, yeah, okay, it did say rainy. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. 72 is misleading. It's, it's raining. Mm-hmm. It's humid and weird right now. Humid and weird. I did get to ride my Harley for like an hour today. Excellent. Well, that's good. There you go. I got a Harley, if I didn't say that on the last one. He got a Harley. He's I'm a, a biker m- now. Yeah, he's a biker. I'm an outlaw now. So we need to get you like a sawed-off shotgun yep. to just like stick in your. Holster. I already have it. I already got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Yeah. I'm picturing now the guy from Raising Arizona. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> like that nightmare of grenades a hanging off. Oh, that off guy's of you. awesome! I gotta watch that movie now. I love that movie because I is... need to watch everything that has anything to do with motorcycles at all. So there's that. <laughs> and we're going to see Top Gun tonight. You fuck yeah, we are. Just. Uh, Go feel those afterburners. <laughs> James keeps threatening to wear an American flag as a cape. Yep. Entering the theater. Yep. Cool. Um, I'm, gonna ride I'm not my, going if he does that. I'm riding my Harley into the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> Kick door open. <laughs> then I'll get off and go, where are the jets? And I'll go, the hey, cops are on idiot. the way, sir. <laughs> You remember that one of our great grandmas that we never met because they both died before we were sure. born, but one of them, I want to say it was dad's grandma, she parked her car in the sliding doors of a grocery store. <laughs> oh, boy. She shouldn't have been driving. Oh, yeah. I kind of forgot that she, story. She like pulled up to the grocery store and just parked and like pulled up the doors open and she parked in the doorway. Well, I mean, Got it's out close. and just went shopping. I'm was all like, for it. Uh, ma'am, <laughs> we're gonna need you to move your car. That's not technically a parking the, space. Did you ever see The Last Man on Earth? I don't remember. It's a funny, silly comedy, but it, it's it's about that. You know, it's like the end of the world. A big virus had killed nearly everyone. And that's how he parks everywhere. Uh-huh. In fact, he usually just drives through the window. Yeah, because why not? <laughs> why not? Home Depot. <laughs> like, hell yeah. Uh-huh.
Before we launch into our topic of the day, which is pineapple related, thank you, James. <laughs> Did you say launch? Launch. Like an F-15 launching off a no. aircraft carrier? Yes. Oh, okay. Just I'll, like I'll that? allow it. You know why? Because it'll make him shut up. If I say no, he'll keep he'll going. He'll argue. That's true. She knows me well. Yeah. Um, James and I saw a movie the other day, oh. and it had me thinking about some things. So yeah. let's let's clarify yeah. that... Yes, we have watched Downton Abbey. Not all of it, mm-hmm. but we well, have we watched, watched a good amount of it. Sure. And we were looking for a movie to go see, and the only one that it was at the time that we wanted was the Downton Abbey movie that's out now. Yeah. Okay. So, so we went. <laughs> okay. And I took my Harley to it. Yeah. Yeah. And parked up on he the He made sidewalk. me drive separately so that he could take his Harley five minutes away. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Um, but... We noticed that there were some really absurd British names in the cast and credits. Uh, oh, goody. <laughs> so I have made a list of my own choices of the top 13 most British names from the Downton Abbey cast and crew. <laughs> By the way, for reference, we rarely call it Downton Abbey. Between Ash and I, we call it... British people farting. Because that's what it is to us. Somehow, we just, it's just them just farting around. This is up with the ball. Cocksuckers together. So that's what it's called <laughs> okay, to us. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Okay, one. Uh, Simon Curtis, director. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Two. Fairly normal, though. Yeah. Brendan Coyle as John Bates. <laughs> yes, John Bates. Three. Donald Woods, production yeah. design. What a dick. Four. Penelope Wilton as uh, Isabel Gray, okay, Lady Merton. Now we're getting there. <laughs> Wilton, you know? Five. Archer Robbins <laughs> as Johnny. Archer? Archer. Uh, Robbins. Six. Imelda Staunton as Maud, Lady oh. Bagshaw. <laughs> Imelda Staunton? Yes. Staunton. You've never heard that kind of name here. No. Ever. Seven. Hugh Dancy oh, oh, yes. as Jack Barber. What a dick. Uh-huh. Hugh. Here's another Hugh for you. Number eight. Hugh Bonneville as Robert Crawley, 7th Earl of Grantham. <laughs> Nine. Alan Leach as Tom Branson. Yeah. Ten. Gareth Name. Gareth. Producer. Eleven. Julian Fellows. <laughs> producer. <laughs> 12. Nigel Merchant. Oh, <laughs> Nigel oh. Merchant. Nigel Merchant. It's Merchant, actually. Oh, Mart. oh Merchant. Okay. Executive producer. And, and then the finally, one? the one that started it all. Tuppence Middleton. <laughs> Tuppence. <laughs> Tuppence Middleton Is as Lucy Branson. It's Tuppence. Tuppence. As in uh, a bag. A bag. Uh. That's oh. Feed the Birds. Incredible. A lot of those names, if you just said oh. them without your ridiculous British accent, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. would just be like, okay. Simon, cool. yeah. Yeah. Kurt, Simon, sure. Curtis. Donal. But Tuppence? Yeah. Tuppence. What an asshole. Oh, God. I oh, like Amelda Staunton. When I you, think that's my favorite. When you said his name, I had like. That's a girl. Oh, it's, oh, that's it's a girl. the wife of Tom Branson, the oh, new wife. Okay. Well, when you said her name, I had images. Have you seen the movie The Patriot? Yes, I don't like it at where, all. Where you know, there's like Americans fighting the British. I just had images of that of muskets. You just wanted to raise a musket American flag against a British person. Yeah, 
<laughs> the red coats are coming. And everyone get, getting their muskets ready. That's what I thought. Tuppence made that triggered that in you. <laughs> yeah. I just got overtly patriotic for some reason. God, I'm pissed now. I can't believe you guys went to see the Downton Abbey movie and you haven't watched all of the no, show. No, not at all. Here's the thing. Didn't need to. Yeah. Didn't need to. I love that show, but oh, yeah. Oh, I loved it. It's just It's also long. Nothing happens. Oh, oh. nothing happens. But nothing everything happens, happens in the show either. Nothing. Yeah. No. I mean, the story of the movie, a feature-length movie. Almost longer. nothing happens. Almost nothing happens. The old farting lady, she, <laughs> she like, for some reason, a ex-lover of hers from the past leaves her a a deed to some property in the south of France. And then, then like, a, a silent movie wants to make a movie inside Downton Abbey, and they need the money to fix the roof. Oh. So they take it. But it's like, that's not a that's not a movie. That's no. just stuff that's happened. I could recap everything that happens in about one sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe two. Some stuff happened, and they fussed over it. Yeah. While being served. You're very fussy. So fussy. Yeah. And, and I the enjoyed mom, every minute of it. I cannot handle her face. face. She looks like a clown. Ser- <laughs> I agree. Oh, you know. Oh. She's from that movie, Racing with the Moon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. And I love that movie. Yeah. Well, I say I love that movie. I haven't seen it since the 80s. You know, mom probably. even said it the other day. She's like, ah, does it still hold up? Probably not. We watched it recently. And it, anyway. That's the one, though, with Sean Penn and, and a very young Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage, yeah. And that's, that's the scene we do all the time where uh, Nicolas Cage is really drunk and mm-hmm. he's standing on the sidewalk on the curb <laughs> and he's like wobbling. He's and he wobbling. goes, before I started drinking, I could not do this. And so, Sean Penn goes, why would you want to do, do that? He goes, because it gives me pleasure. It gives me pleasure. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a great movie, isn't it? It's not the Oregon coast. It's I like Northern California. No idea. I want to say it's like, like Maine. No, it's the West. Is it? I think so. Okay. I think it's Northern California. We're definitely not looking it up. Nope. No, don't care. Nope. Anyway. Moving along. Okay. Okay. Pineapple. Pineapple. What about it? James. Sarah. Yeah. When I say pineapple, what yeah. what does that conjure up for you? Well, immediately I thought SpongeBob, and then I think Tiki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Tiki. Anything else? Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Hawaii. Um, um, Ryan Hatch's incredible pineapple upside down cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dole Whip. Mm-hmm. The okay. tea, the Enchanted Tiki Room, stuff like that. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be talking about Dole, mm-hmm. Hawaii. And the Tiki Room and its relationship, Dole's relationship with Disney. Dole the Let company. Let me just tell you, on our honeymoon, we went to Waikiki yeah. and we went to the Dole plant. Uh-huh. You cannot buy a pineapple there. That is a fun fact. Interesting. Asinine. They huh. have to ship it to you. Yep. And then you can buy it in the store. Yeah. <laughs> you could not buy a pineapple at the Dole location. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. You could buy them in the stores. Right. Or you could ship them to your home. But you can buy like a keychain in the shape of a pineapple. Absolutely. That makes no damn sense. None. Sorry, ma'am. This is the Dole factory. Uh, we don't what sell do you, pineapples what directly. What do you think we do? What do you sell think we do pineapples? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that. that's insane. You go to like a coffee factory or the Tillamook a, any, cheese factory. Yeah, you can buy freaking cheese. You buy cheese. Get some dairy products. We expected to be able to buy a pineapple and then eat it right then. Nope. No. Nope. Not at all. In Hawaii, too. In 
you, in yeah, Kauai, if, you can get pineapples all over the place. They've got them streets, like little stands and, you know, at all the markets and stuff. And they'll even cut them up for you. So basically, the only place in the world that you can't get a fresh pineapple is at the Dole is Factory. Is the Dole Factory. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So the, the reason that I'm doing this is our most recent visit. We were sitting in the Enchanted Tiki Room, the waiting area. The What, what would you call that? The, the outside lobby area, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like just the past atrium. The, yeah, like sure. the atrium. And it has like the pre-show where like the statues talk and sing it yeah. to. And there's like the video of like how, you know, we brought Dole. And, you know, Dole made it so that this like regal food was available to the masses. Mm. And it provided this luxury for the whole world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was just very wholesome and adorable and nostalgic and i was like that's gotta all be lies (laughs) all to the clacking of the tiki clack 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 clack. that that attraction is wild oh i love it so much it gets the longer the the show goes on the weirder it gets yeah and there's always there's always first timers Uh in there and it's always fun to watch them those ladies in front of us were going "Ah, ah." yeah they were so scared like what uh, what is this Ah." yes there are birds Little animatronic yeah. birds yeah. dropping from the ceiling, singing with accents. Yep. Why? We'll never know. Michael. Michael. I almost told you to introduce yourself as Michael. Oh, okay. Next time. <laughs> he will not remember. Nope. I don't remember five minutes ago. You no. think I'm going to remember that in a week? Um, side note, fun fact. Did you know that Dole Whip is made with Dole brand pineapple juice powder? Ew. And water. Uh, and you mean Dole Whip at Disneyland? Dole Whip. Okay. Anything else would be pineapple soft serve. Dole Whip itself. What have you yeah. made at home? Is that technically that would be pineapple soft puree. serve? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Frozen pineapple puree. <laughs> okay. If something is Dole Whip, there's only, there's very few places that can sell Dole Whip. One of them is near to us, actually, and I almost stopped by to get it. Menchie's. Um, no, but that one too. I think Menchie's has it. The frozen yogurt place. That's Although, what I would have thought. I. McBee's? I want to say, though, that uh, when I was there last, I looked, and it actually isn't Dole brand. Yeah. Oh. Well, McBee's, I think, is the place that I drove by, and I was like, they have Dole Whip Does there. Does it say Dole Whip It says Dole Whip. Oh, interesting. And that is proprietary. And the reason, so it's Ooh, just this summer. powder. Oh, damn, yeah. I'm going it's there. It's powder and water okay. is all that it is. How weird. But the thing that, the, the magic is in the machine. Okay. So the way that the machine like froths and turns mm-hmm. it, aerates it, and that's like that's why it's a proprietary thing. You can't. You have to have this special licensed there has to be, machine. Okay. Okay. That there has to sense. be ice too. Yes. I mean, it's got to be ice. I think it's the water's very cold. I think I don't know. Weird. It must kind of freeze itself in the machine, like yeah. as it's being blended. Yeah, like an ice cream machine does that. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, so let's talk about first we're gonna do Dole and Disney, and then we're gonna we're gonna get into some history. Okay. So debuting in nineteen sixty three, the Enchanted Tiki Room is, according to Disney's website, pulled directly from them, an extravagant feast for your eyes and ears. This theater in the round show invites you to experience the beauty and magic of the Pacific Islands. <laughs> As you gather on the lush patio before the show, carved totem poles mm. representing island gods spring to life and introduce themselves. Don't forget to treat yourself to a world-famous pineapple dole whip, trademark, from the patio-side tiki juice bar while you wait. Take your seat in an air-conditioned ceremonial house in the heart of Polynesia. 
as the lights dim, four talking macaws spring to life. Before long, the chorus of crooning birds is joined by an enchanting cast of over 225 choreographed audio animatronics performers. Sing along and enjoy the magic of this jubilant Disney classic. So that's wowie. That's uh, that makes it sound a lot cooler than it really is. <laughs> yeah, tweet 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 tweet. <laughs> is it sweet sweet sweet? It's and then both. Tweet it's tweet 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 tweet. Then, and sweet, then sweet 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 sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So what a song that opened in 1963, and then 13 years later, the partnership between Dole and Disney began in 1976. When Wait, pause. Sorry, hold on. You said 1963. Yes. The year of our Lord, 1963. Yes. Can you imagine? Wait, so the show was like that back then? Yeah. Like, in yeah. other words, has this been consistently that crazy? Yeah. Yes. I think it's Michael always been the same. Of, that is bonkers, man. <laughs> you could... To make a phone call in 1963, I think some homes still had to do an operator. Yeah. Like, operator, patch me to the Thompson's home, please. Like... <laughs> what and that that must have blew people's minds and it was air conditioned it was air conditioned it's one of the best things about it it was either like like mind-blowing technology to people or it was the crate like terrifying terrifying Terrifying. yeah Yeah. like what is when the walls start singing to you Mm -hmm. can you imagine if you were on mushrooms Ooh. yeah and you know that's happened oh of course they don't check the bags that good oh boy do they not well they don't check your belly either (laughs) <laughs> that's right sneaking yeah, in into call. the sand <laughs> yeah that's right you pop them suckers Listen, on harbor boulevard i've good never to go. done mushrooms i just want to be clear about that <laughs> i have <laughs> i can tell you i also have never done mushrooms at disneyland no i've never I. i've never done any drugs at disneyland i haven't either no nah. <laughs> <laughs> when i was younger i got to the outer space high okay but that doesn't last you know right Anyway, yeah, I mean, there, there's got to be so many young people, or not even young people, just people who take drugs at Disneyland. Yeah, of course. Oh, whoa, that's blowing my mind right now. How, like, drugs, drugs. Mm-hmm. Acid. Yeah. Ayahuasca. That's how, you, that's how you freak out and get banned from Disney, though. Yes. Yeah, but, how, I mean, as long as you, Ayahuasca. like... Ayahuasca. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a someone sweat lodge barfing their guts out. I think ayahuasca is like 15 hours long. Yeah, it is. Ugh. You need Maybe like you, you need a babysitter guru yeah. to like guide you through it, <laughs> and you're vomiting for the ayahuasca first several hours at Disneyland. Well, look, I mean, someone, I'm, I'm gonna say it. Someone's done ayahuasca at Disneyland. Would that many people go? That's through? what I'm saying. No, man. I'm saying no. No, I I disagree. Someone. I'm sure they've removed people from the park for being out of their mind on drugs. We just, had, we just haven't seen well, it. Well, yeah, that, that, but not on ayahuasca. ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> not ayahuasca. <laughs> Remember that time on Grizzly River Run? It was you, me, Josh, and me. and you. And maybe Kate. Must be and, Kate. And then a couple. Yes. And sh- she was normal. Yeah. He was not. He was out of his mind. And she kept going, honey, like, babe. Like, lift your head up. And he was just like... Lolling. Lolling. And... <laughs> <laughs> it was like, howdy, partner. Well, he's right. <laughs> Craziest sounds ever. And then you fly down a waterfall. I can't imagine what's going through his head. <laughs> I'm going to get this back on track. Okay, oh. sorry. Drugs. Right. Drugs. I clearly got way into drugs. 
So the partnership between Dole and Disney began in 1976 when Dole Food Company took over the primary sponsorship for the Polynesian attraction, mm. initially serving only pineapple juice and fruit spears. Okay. Ah. Then in 1986, the Dole Whip was born. The tropical themed dessert gained in popularity and spread to other Disney parks and has amassed a cult following with 1.3 million Dole Whips purchased on an annual basis. Oh my God, that's a lot. I would actually expect it to be more. I would. I would that's, too. That's actually. a lot, though. One million. What'd you say? One point three million. A yeah, that's year. a lot. Individual. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, lot. a lot of Dole whips. It's a lot of powder and water. <laughs> that makes yeah. it so sad. I, know. <laughs> I wish I didn't know that. I, I want to believe it. it's just blended pineapple. It Fresh is. pineapple. Yeah. Listen to her. It's Disney magic. Uh, Dole Whip adds to the allure of Disney parks, a beloved food item with a false sense of exclusivity that attracts fans young and old, spurring demand for vacation pilgrimages to Disney parks. The belief that a proper Dole Whip can only be found in the happiest place on Earth and the fact that the dessert consistently appears on best foods at Disney lists uh, boosts the reputation and magic associated with all things Disney. For Dole Food Company, the cult status of the Dole Whip boosts the exposure of and reputation for Dole fruit products, while the continued support of the Enchanted Tiki Room perpetuates the assumption that pineapples and Dole pineapple packing are fundamentally connected to the culture right. and of Hawaii yeah. and the Pacific mm-hmm. Islands. Moreover, the presence and popularity of Dole within the Disney parks helps tie the company to American pop culture and ephemera, marketing itself in alliance with Disney, one of the brands most associated with Americana. So It's effective. Yes. And that, that is very much the impression that I got from that pre-show that made me went, hmm. I don't know about that. Yeah. yeah. This is some marketing shit. I don't know about that. Now... I'm going to attempt to distill a few hundred years of complex political, cultural, and economic history into a quick TLDR of how Dole was involved in Hawaii becoming a state. Interesting. Okay. Strap in. So the Dole Mafia steps in, huh? (laughs) All right. Strap in. We're going for a ride. I just have to adjust my body because I'm sliding off your couch. My butt hurts so bad from the new bike. The, the seat sucks and bikers call it iron butt because the type of bike i have is an iron 883 so i have iron butt danny you're Deanna keeping keep that, that in, in. <laughs> yeah as i said i'm like there's no way she's cutting that iron butt iron that's my butt. shitty superhero i name. am iron butt. i'm iron butt okay i'm gonna apologize in advance for my pronunciation of all of these Hawaiian words. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's not yeah. going to be good. A yeah. lot of vowels. Yeah. There's like 12 letters or something. Yeah. In their language. Okay. So, in the late in the late 1700s, King Kam- Kamehameha. 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 Ah. Unified the Hawaiian islands. So, ah. um, the Hawaiian islands were populated by Polynesian migrants somewhere around 400 uh, BCE or CE. The individual chiefdoms maintained autonomy but engaged in diplomacy and fought with one another in relative isolation from outside influences oh. until the arrival of Captain James Cook in the 1770s. Neat. More Disney tie ins. Captain Cook. Yeah. Not Hook, not James. Hook. <laughs> got, it. got it. Yeah. Got Thanks it. for pointing that out, sir. Yep. 
No problem. I just totally convinced myself that I was the same guy. <laughs> I was like, cool. Cool. The fictitious guy, you idiot. God. <laughs> and Smee was his partner. Yeah, Smee was his partner. It's all real. Yeah. Eaten by a crocodile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the that. Lost Boys, the whole thing. Well, Cook called them the Sandwich Islands. And he died in a dispute with with the natives during his second visit there. But Europeans continued to make periodic visits to the islands over the remainder of the 18th century. Mm. During this same time period, King... Yeah. Sarah, you got it? Kamehameha? Yes. Kamehameha of the Big Island of Hawaii launched military campaigns against his neighbors, conquering the chiefdoms on nearby islands, consolidating under one chiefdom. And what era is this again? 1700s. Got it. Okay. Well, yeah, turn, turn of the century into the 1900s. Mm. I mean, 1800s. The 1800s yeah. Um, so between 1786 and 1810, King Kamehameha conquered the the major islands of the Hawaiian archipelago, unifying them under his authority, enlisting assistance from Europeans and American traders. So finally, kind of like making alliances and uniting all these islands into one chiefdom. Right. Okay. So then in the 1800s, Hawaiians fell victim to Western diseases, as everyone does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Us Westerners. When, when we show up. So King Kamehameha died in 1819 and was succeeded by his sons, Kamehameha II, who died in 1827, and Kamehameha III died in 1854. During their reigns, European and American merchants and traders continued to visit the Hawaiian Islands, soon spending winters there and setting up permanent settlements. Missionaries, of course, next came over and brought Christianity and written language as well as diseases that decreased the population of the islands from about 300,000 when Captain Cook arrived to about 70,000 in 1853. Jeez. You're welcome. (laughs) That's intense. As a Westerner, you're welcome. You're welcome. God, that's horrible. 230,000 people. God. Yep. Yep. And that was just in the island of Hawaii or the whole... The islands, yeah. The islands. islands. My Mm -hmm. God. I mean, how many... Well, anyway, continue. The American presence in Hawaii became increasingly influential upon the culture, political structure, and economic well-being of Hawaii, Mm. especially with treaties that opened up free trade and gave Americans an exemption to trade duties. (laughs) She said duty. Duty. Wow. So in 19... Or sorry, 1891, after a series of royal successions, a woman named Liliokalani... That sounds right. ...became the first ruling queen of Hawaii... And ultimately, the last reigning monarch. During the American Civil War, so that's happening mm-hmm. during this whole thing, yep. the U.S. had to find sugar from an outside source. Okay. Because the South was no longer providing the North with sugar. So the U.S. turned to Hawaii. Oh, I've heard this before. Yeah. In 1875, the U.S. and Hawaii signed the, quote, Reciprocity Treaty, which allowed the U.S. to import sugar from Hawaii without paying any tariffs. In exchange, Hawaii was able to bring in U.S. goods, such as meats, metals, cotton, books, furs, lumbers, plants, salt, linens, etc. So now even more making it Americanized and Western. Mm -hmm. Right. And kind of creating codependency there. Right. Um, Without paying for any duties on their end. You can go ahead and laugh at duties again. (laughs) 
The treaty also gave the U.S. an exclusive trade status with Hawaii, essentially paving the way for an American monopoly on Hawaiian sugar. Now, like any other bad bitch, Queen Liliuokalani was perceived by U.S. businessmen to be a threat to their interests. When she took the throne in 1891, she inherited a position that had essentially become more of a figurehead in many ways. Her brother, David Kalakaua... David, you know. David <laughs> Kalakaua. crazy names, and his name's David. <laughs> Joe. Um, her brother had her brother David had signed the so-called Bayonet Constitution in 1887. Hmm. It was so-called because the king had been forced to sign it at gunpoint. Oh, so, okay, excellent. You're going to sign this constitution, or you're going to die. Wait, who is pointing the gun? The um, U.S. Yes. Cool. <laughs> really great. Or I don't know. Doesn't I should matter. know. That's okay. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Sounds right. Sounds right. The Constitution limited his powers by establishing a new cabinet and a legislature. The treaty, the treaty also limited voting rights to individuals that met certain financial requirements, i.e. mostly non-Hawaiians mm-hmm. had the voting rights. You can mm-hmm. see where this is going. The treaty was, here we go, the treaty was written by the Hawaiian League, a group of lawyers and businessmen in Hawaii, many affiliated with the sugar and pineapple industries. By 1891, Americans possessed four-fifths of the arable land in Hawaii, and the Hawaiian League wanted Hawaii to become a part of the United States. Queen Liliuokalani tried to reverse the bayonet constitution and reestablish the power of the monarchy. Within two years of her reign, she would be overthrown by the same men whose power she sought to bring back under her authority. Yeah, boy. Enter Sanford B. Dole. Oh. And now we're at what year-ish? 1893. Oh, okay. So by 1893, sugarcane and pineapple production in Hawaii was dominated by Americans who wanted to remove the queen because she, of course, threatened their success. In January of that year, Sanford B. Dole and other businessmen enlisted the help of the U.S. minister in Hawaii, John Stevens, to stage a coup. The group, known as the, quote, Committee of Safety, had his support as well as 300 Marines from the U.S. cruiser Boston. And let's be clear, the Marines were there to protect American lives only. Yes. Sure. When they forced the Queen to step down. On February 1, 1893, Stevens called Hawaii a protectorate of the United States and recognized the new provisional government formed by Sanford Dole. Dole was the son of of Protestant missionaries and was actually born in Hawaii. After attending college in the U.S., he returned to Hawaii to practice law in 1869. He was later elected to the Hawaiian legislature twice during the 1880s and had a role in the reform movement that prompted the Bayonet Constitution in 1887. He served as a justice of the Hawaiian Supreme Court in 1887 as well. So he is all intertwined Mm -hmm. in all of these setups. Um, So... Queen Liliuokalani stopped, uh, stepped down from the throne in order to avoid violence and bloodshed. Yeah. She was placed under house arrest at Iolani Palace in Honolulu, where her brother had signed the infamous Bayonet Constitution in 1887. 
The coup had justified their actions by saying that Queen Liliuokalani was corrupt and anti-democratic.、Mm-hmm. She appealed to President Grover Cleveland for assistance. Cle- I just like that name, Grover. Grover. Is that really his first name? Yeah, Grover. Indeed. You've never met anyone named Grover.、Um, you never will. No, no, probably not. Be a good cat name. It's a good cat、yeah. name. Hi, I'm Grover. Grover、huh? Cleveland. Yeah, Grover Cleveland. You know, Kate wants to name a cat Mr. Bates. Oh, good name. Speaking of Downton Abbey. Yeah. Well, so Cleveland assessed the situation and declared that quote. But for the landing of the United States forces upon false pretexts respecting the dangers to life and property, the provisional government owes its existence to an armed invasion by the United States by、mm. an act of war.、Mm. A substantial wrong has been done, and he called for the reinstatement of Queen Liliuokalani. But Congress said, "Nah." <laughs> So Cleveland sent an ambassador to Hawaii in hopes of restoring the monarchy, but when he arrived, Dole would not give up his power. Instead, Dole asserted his authority and pl- proclaimed himself president of the Republic of Hawaii. Whoa! We have some Dole whips to sell in about sixty years from now. <laughs> This is important to me. Well, I'm Dole Mr. Dole. A hundred years. A hundred years. Yeah. Oh, I can do math. <laughs> I was only off by a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, President Cleveland didn't want to use force to remove Dole because who wants that headache? Yeah. So he let、mean. him stay. Dole <sighs> continued to work for annexation, but anti-imperialist Cleveland was a major hurdle to his efforts. When Sanford and his associates set up the Republic of Hawaii after removing the Queen, she refused to swear her allegiance. This led to her treason trial in eighteen ninety-five. Liliuokalani was found guilty to tr- of treason, sentenced to five years of hard labor, and fined five thousand dollars. She never served the labor sins, but remained on house arrest until she signed a document abdicating the throne. She and her fellow prisoners were then pardoned. Wow,、Jeez. that is sick stuff. Yep.、Oh、my God. So Dole bided his time for a while, and. Then William McKinley was elected as U.S. president in 1897. So change of、mm-hmm. changing of the guard here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he traveled to D.C. and lobbied for the annexation of Hawaii. Despite some backlash in Congress and from the American or from the Hawaiian people themselves, he was successful. President McKinley used the recent outbreak of the Spanish-American War as justification. The U.S. Congress voted. To annex the Hawaiian Islands to make them into a naval base、mm-hmm. and a fueling station to support their war efforts.、And、there it is. On July twelfth, eighteen ninety-eight, the joint resolution passed, and the Hawaiian Islands were officially annexed by the United States. But not it didn't become a state officially. No, not yet. Got it.、Um, two years after Hawaii was annexed in eighteen ninety-eight, it became a U.S. territory. The first governor of the territory of Hawaii was Sanford Dole.、Uh-huh. Dole served as governor.、Convenient. Oh yeah, it's real convenient. He served as governor between 1900 and 1903. After which he returned to practicing law and working as a judge. So, wait.、Oh, okay, let me、ahead. back up here. Dole is working 
as the original governor of the territory and then then goes back to practicing law and doing judge stuff. But what about the company Dole? Where does that haven't gotten there yet? So that hasn't even started. We're just yet. about to hit that. Pineapples are still yeah. not in the picture. God, yeah. the pineapple empire hasn't started yet. No. Yep. It's about to. Pre-pineapple empire. Stick around. Yeah, exactly. Stay it's, tuned. It's coming right now. That was actually a very good interlude. Okay. So Sanford's, so the son of Sanford's cousin. So Sanford's cousin had a son. Okay. Mm-hmm. This, this second cousin would be Charles. Uh, sorry, the cousin is Charles. The son is James Dole. Got okay. It. So this young whippersnapper. He was- That's hel- a great name, James. <laughs> James Cook, James Dole. James is a really good for Hawaiians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. James historically has been good for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so he was heavily influenced by Sanford and he migrated to Hawaii in 1899. James, a student of horticulture and agriculture at Harvard, took is. advantage of his family's power in the islands and set up shop there. Looking to strike it rich in agricultural goods, he first intended to grow coffee beans, coffee being a huge business already in the States. Yeah. But after establishing a 64-acre farm on Oahu, he sought out a new cash crop to cultivate. 160 acres? 64 acres. That's huge. Yeah. So he kind of experimented with his agriculture there. He's like getting, you know, established, figuring out what grows well, what's productive. Yeah. Um, and in 1901, James Dole founded the Hawaiian Pineapple Company. Mm-hmm. Not called Dole yet. No. Okay. The Hawaiian Pineapple Company. Right. As early as 1820, so for, uh, some preface, as early as 1820, Christian missionaries wrote about pineapples growing in the wild and on small plots of land around the Hawaiian Islands. Pineapples were imported into the U.S. from the Caribbean until a group of California businessmen uh, men began growing pineapples on Hawaii, and they joined forces with James Dole. From there, the Dole fruit industry was born. But it wasn't through mass production alone that the Dole Food Company became synonymous with pineapple. Beginning in the 1920s, Dole launched a massive advertising campaign in the U.S., tying pineapple to the latest culinary fashions and securing Hawaii as an exotic locale in the subconscious of Americans. Right. So that ties us back in to Disney. Okay. Vacation. Yeah. yeah. Exotic. Yeah. Exclusive. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it, it is all of those things. Yeah. But that's the story. Hawaii or Disney? <laughs> Mostly Hawaii, but yeah. Disney as well. My sources are Circle Productions, LAist, The Produce News, and Ranker. Good job. That's that a ton of is crazy nuts. Yeah, it doesn't make me feel that great about how we do any I mean, you've heard me talk about this. Why how huh? How is Hawaii a state? How is Alaska a state? It doesn't make any doesn't sense. It makes me damn sense. I don't have Dole Whip, but I do have a pineapple mickey cookie for us to share oh my god i'm so excited i forgot all about that and one of the ears broke off but it's okay because it looks even more like a pineapple now cute did one of the ears break off or did you eat one of the ears it broke off and then i ate it good yeah oh it's so cute it actually does look way more like a pineapple Mm mm-hmm 
Oh my goodness, that's adorable. Is it pineapple flavor? Mm-hmm. It's fucking massive. Yeah. We bought that off Main Street, right? Did. We did. Here, take yourself some. Oh I only gosh. want this amount, so you guys can have I'm all eating of that, that chunk. James? Yep. Oh my god, I don't need that. Oh, that's way too much. Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. I had a yeah. Dole Whip donut. Oh, that's good. At Disneyland years ago. Oh my god. Really? That's it was a thing? so good. It it was a temporary thing. They had a little tiny cart. Shit. Like right in front of the castle, basically, that had Dole Whip donuts, mm. and it was like a a jelly filled donut mm-hmm. with pineapple jelly, and then like a meringue kind of stuff on top oh, that was like man. toasty. I have a picture of it somewhere. It's not really my thing, but I know I would like that. Mm-hmm. It is so my thing. Yeah. You like the jelly-filled stuff. Right? I just like pastries in yeah, general. Me too. I wonder if we're making people jealous right now. Or just angry that we're chewing into the microphone. Or both. Here's the deal. I mean, so when did when did Hawaii become a state? It was after World War II, I want to say. Yeah. Because Pearl Harbor happened, and it, I remember it being not a state when that happened. Is that right? Yeah, we had a naval base there, yep. but it wasn't... Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. It gets weirder the longer it goes. Yeah. August 21, 1959. There you Whoa. go. Crazy, huh? I did not realize that. Because then it, what, and this is how this imperialistic <laughs> behavior happens, is it gets so far that then it becomes immoral not to make it a state. Right. Because now it's just, it's America. There's American flags in every lawn, and there's a Navy base there, and the the boys are here, and like... Right. I mean, that's what's happened to Puerto Rico. It's like squatter's rights. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've been here. I was born here. It's my land. It's my land. No. Yeah, I am native in the sense so that I was born here. White, blue-eyed, blonde hair, American-looking, yeah, European-looking people that, like you said, born and raised in Hawaii. Generations mm-hmm. go back. I need more of that cookie. Do it. Break right. me off a piece of that cookie now. <laughs> Break me off a piece of that. Boom. There we go. Sorry, I'm getting... I'm going to want slightly more Mm. all over the floor. Take it away from me. Well, it is that time. We would like to recommend what we've been watching, listening, thinking about doing. I don't know. Eating? Eating. Ooh, that's a good addition. We should do that, too. Ooh, that is a good one. Okay. 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 I have two, then. Yeah. I have a show recommendation and... A snack recommendation. Can't wait for the snack one. Okay, I'll start with the snack. Okay, let's hear it. No, I'm going to start with the show just to piss you off. Okay, the show's on Netflix. It's called In the Dark. Mm. It's the story of a woman, she's probably in her mid-20s, late-20s, I don't know, um, who's blind. Uh, That's my greatest fear on Earth. Me too. But it's so good. It's a drama. There's like a crime element to it, yeah. but it's also hysterical. She is so funny. And she has a guide dog named Pretzel. Oh. And she lives with her best dog. friend, Jess, who is... Now, like, has she been blind her whole life? No. Oh, she my went God, blind when she was like 13. Uh, I can't remember uh, what happened, but uh, her name's Murphy. Okay. And she lives with her best friend, Jess, who is in a lesbian relationship with a girl that kind of lives there too and the whole dynamic the three of them are hysterical and 
there's a guy that works so the the main girl murphy her family runs a guide dog training okay so they raise the puppies okay. and sell them and Great. then like they is it an american show yeah they basically i think they're in chicago hmm. they basically farm these puppies out to families who raise them to be guide dogs and then they bring them what back an interesting thing because that's a thing. Yeah, it's it has a thing. to be a thing. It, no, it is. When yeah. you see people walking with a guide dog that says it's in training, service dog yeah. in training, please don't pet or whatever. That's, that's those what that puppies is. are being raised to be service dogs. Wow! But they're not being huh. raised by the people who they're going to be servicing. Right. Clearly, because yeah. when you when you need a service dog, you don't have time you can't to train, train it. it. No. You're blind. Or you have <laughs> How epilepsy are you or train whatever a dog. It is. Yeah. Wow. So these dogs get trained and they. They sell them and stuff. It's funny. But, at Disneyland, you see these service dogs all the time mm-hmm. now. And it really makes you r- think, man, that is way more common than you would think. Like, yeah. so many people need that. Yep. That, like, they need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is, uh, that's really rad. Yeah. And that's it's not thing. just, like, obviously, not that there's anything wrong with it. But it's not just comfort dogs. Or no. Like, this is my therapy dog. Right. These and are dogs right. that keep people that, alive. Totally. I keep them from walking into traffic or, you know, sniff out Oh, something. it gets crazy. There's there's uh, videos of these dogs taking the fall for someone that's collapsing with like a seizure yep. or something. They like, the like get under them. They'll get under them yep. and protect them. It's crazy. So this show is so not cool. really about the dogs. It's just that's a side part that you okay. get to see a lot of golden retrievers and Aww. they're very cute. Okay. Um, but the show is great. I highly recommend it. Cool. Really, really well done. Um, yeah, do. and the the main character Murphy, she's a kick in the pants. She's a total disaster. I like when they have characters that have something like that. Where, like she's blind in this case, but she's not a perfect person. No, you know? like oh my gosh, she no. overcame every human obstacle. No, she's like, a no. full blown alcoholic. She's right, she's chain smoking alcoholic. That's totally. Know, her whole thing is that she doesn't date. She just has casual sex. Okay. So there's, of course, the element of a love interest that then she has to basically, like, fend off because she doesn't date. Mm-hmm. And then it, you know, evolves. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a really good show. Okay. So okay. while you're watching that show mm-hmm. or anything else, you should be eating the Strawberry Lemonade JoJo's from Trader Joe's. What? Strawberry lemonade JoJo's? Uh-huh. Those, Is that a JoJo sandwich like a cookies? Oh, oh gotcha. It's yeah. a cookie. Uh-huh. Okay, I thought you were saying potatoes nope. at one point. All the JoJo's are great, but the strawberry lemonade ones I think are my new favorite. It's it's like a uh like a sugar cookie? No, it's like a sandwich cookie, like an Oreo. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Got the it. cream inside oh, is strawberry oh, lemonade. Okay. Got it. And I think I pounded that box single-handedly in like four days. You like a good cookie. I live for cookies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a good thing we just ate one. Yeah, so it's, like it's a problem I yeah. have. <laughs> um, but so the flavor is almost exactly that of Fruity Pebbles. Oh, wow. That is dangerous. Uh-huh. I would sure like that a lot. I know. I haven't had Fruity Pebbles since I was like How big are the cookies? Ten. I'm be talking. They're the same size as an Oreo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah, because you can eat a sleeve of them. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Right. Because if it was the size of that them. cookie we just had, you're like, okay, I'm half and done. Yeah. Half of that. And you're like, oh, bleh, I'm a fatty. Nope. I would have no. eaten the whole cookie, but I understand what you're saying. You get my point. Yeah. 
Yeah. No. Well, our family has a different tolerance for sweets than most humans. When um, a serving size is two, I'm just going to admit that I probably had six servings. Good for you. No that's, problem. That's like me with like... I like that. Velveeta shells and cheese. Mm, oh, she'll crush. She'll crush a box all by herself. No yeah. problem. That's, That's Lauren's guilty pleasure yeah. too. Yeah, it's like eleven hundred. Sometimes she'll just uh-huh. eat it. She'll cook it in the pot. Eat bring it out a wooden of the pot. spoon. Yep. Eat it while watching a murder show. I support that. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Well, good picks. Like it. Like it a lot. Thank you. Are you going? Me going? What's up? You going? Okay. Here we go. Um, I'm gonna have a little unconventional one, guys. It's not you. Yeah. No, I'm you're cre- Mr. Convention. I'm a creative guy. <laughs> uh, this is not a, a recommended like content, per se. This is a recommendation of what to do in life. Okay, okay. okay. G- gather around. Gather, now, children. <laughs> as you guys know, I'm a biker now. Is your recommendation <laughs> to get a motorcycle? <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> but my recommendation is to do the equivalent. Mm. Do the thing. Do the thing. It has really profoundly improved my life it makes me want to work harder it makes me more efficient Mm -hmm. it gives me something to look forward to every day Mm -hmm. it's just in a small suburban life where i'm like from here to there at least i get to do something i love yeah and that's i haven't had that feeling in a long long time very very long time. do the thing buy the bike get the the endorsement do yeah whatever that thing is for you do it yeah. Do it now. Don't wait. Find a way to afford it or find the time. Whatever it is that you have to overcome, do it because it's worth it. Yeah. There you Switch go. careers if you need to. Oh, yeah. Uh, both of us. That's have a done, big well, one. All three of us have done that in the last couple of years. Yep. Yeah, man. That is, that's a big one. Yeah. That's a huge one. Yeah. First me, then James, and yeah. then Sarah. Mm-hmm. So do the thing. Do it. Do it. I like okay. that. I have two animal heroes of the week. Yay. First up is a flamingo. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. I saw this. Yeah, because it was on the Bananas uh-huh. <laughs> podcast. I don't okay. Know. So a flamingo escaped from a Kansas zoo 17 years ago. Okay. And he just turned up on the Texas coast and appears to be enjoying <laughs> beach life. <laughs> oh, cool. What a cool guy. <laughs> so the, the flamingo from Tanzania... His, he's numbered 492, and his <laughs> alias is Pink Floyd. He flew the coop in Kansas in 2005, shortly after he was delivered to Kansas from Tanzania. Now, typically, zookeepers trim adult flamingos' feathers annually to make it more difficult for them to fly away. But Wait a second. Flamingos can fly? Are you Hell kidding yeah, me right can. now? Those freakazoids? Oh, yeah. We're talking about the pink flam- with the big feet? Yeah. Big, long... Uh-huh. Legs? Yeah. They stand on one leg like weirdo? Uh-huh. Those fuckers can fly? They can fly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> woo. 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 Just a pink monster They're fly. They're not even that big. But... <laughs> I guess they're... I'm, I'm, I'm picturing like an emu. Like a, a real big... Pink. Like a pink emu. <laughs> yeah, they aren't that big. What are, are those giant birds we have around here? The oh herons. Yeah, those are huge. Wait, so is a flamingo not as big as a heron? I don't know. They're just so flying. <laughs> they look like a pterodactyl. I get I get nauseous thinking about this. That that's a thing, man. Yeah. Whew. Yes, they fly. Whew. 
like dragons, <laughs> pink dragons. <laughs> That'd be the cutest oh, invasion ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Pink Floyd. Yeah, Pink escaped. Floyd. He was just about to get his annual trim, uh, and he made a break for it. Cool. <laughs> like the badass that he is. Um, two years later, <laughs> in 2007, awesome. he was spotted along a Louisiana ship channel, <laughs> and wildlife officials have spotted him a few more times over the years ever since. Why don't they grab him? Because he's elusive. <laughs> he's Pink Floyd. So they see him like, uh, copy that, we got Pink Floyd on the Number the 492 shore. is... Uh, and then number they, 492. And they come back and he's gone. Mm-hmm. With a pair of sunglasses on. Yeah. he's a freaking bird. He's a badass. <laughs> you go catch him. Yeah, you go catch him. Try to catch Pink Floyd. Good luck. Uh, But he had been off the radar and lying low for the last two years. (laughs) Lying low. (laughs) But in late March of this year... The fake passport. (laughs) Witnesses spotted Pink Floyd loitering on a Texas beach, chilling with a flock of seagulls. Cool, man. So wait, flock of seagulls and Pink Floyd? I know, I was just thinking Uh that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a party. That's right. So he made it from kansas well first of all he started in africa you said yeah uh-huh. and then a place in kansas and he's like nope <laughs> he's more traveled than yeah. i am <laughs> yeah he took it he just got out of there and went to texas <laughs> he's cool to the beach yeah man what a cool guy yep. so wait of- where is he now texas texas so they're just letting him live out his life on the i beach. don't think they can catch him i mm-hmm. hope they just let him do his thing yeah that would be such a bummer though. he's like, clearly we got thriving you. out in the wild it's been 17 years yeah man a lone flamingo he's alone he actually I mean, busted out with another flamingo oh. but that one went north and he went south dumb decision and then he also <laughs> a flamingo you that flamingo's north. been dead for 17 years <laughs> i'm going to quebec Canada. Like, okay <laughs> okay Good luck, Bye. Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph. <laughs> Ralph the flamingo. Going to the beach. Okay, our second animal hero. So, a five-year odyssey for a cat named Dexter <gasps> seems to have finally come to an end after a long covert stay at a prison was interrupted by his arrival on board an offshore oil rig, <laughs> which finally resulted to a call uh, to animal services. This is a wild ride. Yeah. So the cat was a regular, well-loved hangabout at Her Majesty's Prison Grampian in Peterhead, Scotland. Cool. Where the staff used to fuss over him and even gave him the nickna- nickname One-Eyed Joe. Neat. <laughs> Then, Does he have one eye? Yeah, yes. One eye okay. Then a most unexplainable thing happened. One-Eyed Joe somehow ended up in a shipping container a mile and a half away at the town's port. What? Before being shipped onto an offshore oil rig where what? workers, quote, ran away frightened after the all-black cat jumped out of the container. <laughs> <laughs> One-Eyed Joe. <laughs> oh my God, it's a demon. <laughs> Um, After filling out an incident card, which must have been humorous, the staff aboard the rig took Joe most kindly, who was now quite comfortable with living alongside the rig workers. Cool. Uh, According to the National, he was, quote, spoiled rotten during his time there. Eventually, though, someone called... (laughs) On a ship? Is that what you said? On an oil rig. So Mm -hmm. he spent time in a prison in Scotland. And then you moved to an oil rig. That is a badass cat. That is a bad cat, One-eyed Joe Dexter. Cool. Uh, eventually, though, someone called the Society for the, the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals what? in Aberdeen, who retrieved Joe after the cat had been flown off the rig on a helicopter. <laughs> wow. What an exciting life these two animals have had. I've barely done anything. 
It's a, a remarkable feat, considering how hard it is normally to just to get a cat into a carrier. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, Amy Findlay, a Scottish SP- SPCA animal rescue officer, said in a statement, We were alerted to an incident of a cat being found in a shipping container offshore. An incident, you know. <laughs> incident. <laughs> we have no idea how the cat ended up there, but attended the heliport to collect him. One-Eyed Joe was microchipped, and upon scanning, the staff learned his name was actually Dexter, hmm. and that he had lost his uh, owners five years ago. Ah. <gasps> We are so glad that he was well looked after for the time that he was missing, but we're even more delighted to be able to reunite him with his original owner, thanks to his microchip being up to date. So that he, so he crazy. had a normal, he was a normal cat, yeah, and suburban then cat in Scotland in a prison. Then, so he got he got out somehow of his of the house, uh-huh. lived in a prison. Yeah. Was was doted upon. Left the prison because he was snooping around some shipping containers. Got onto <laughs> a shipping sh- container. <laughs> How long was he in the shipping container? Busted out on yeah. an oil rig. Yeah. Made friends on the oil rig yep. and then took a helicopter back to land. Where he's petted and okay. snuggled. I have what not cool guy. been to a prison. Nope. On a helicopter. Nope. Or an oil rig. Nope. This cat is my hero. Yeah. Here he oh, is. Oh, he's so good. Wow, he really is a one-eyed Joe. And now he's back with his family. Yep. That's crazy. He lived a wild life. Now, now he's, he's ready and... to retire. Yeah. Yep. That's great. The stories that cat could tell if for him. cats weren't so dumb. So dumb. <laughs> really dumb. And I mean that in the most loving possible way. You know oh, that. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Midge does not have a single thought going through her head at any time. Oh, no. yeah. Doris is... Dumb as a bag of something. <laughs> Pineapples. <laughs> but I love her to death. Yeah, she's very dumb. Yeah. Our names for our cats, you know? Una, Doris, and Dexter. Midge and Oscar. Midge and Oscar. Vincent. Vincent. And Vincent. Vincent's a really good name for Yeah, a cat. and he's Vincent Van Gogh because his ears were chopped off. <laughs> yeah. Poor baby. Well, I think we did it. Let's not waste any more of these people's time. I think we did it. Yeah. Okay, we saw Sarah hit it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Disney Dependent. See See you real real soon. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WR Hatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.